At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lo Tullis, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, the, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. There is a podcast that is a world unto itself. A podcast as boundless as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the place between light and shadow. Science, Science and superstition. superstition. You've entered the, the fifth dimension. dimension. The latest series from the Consequence Podcast Network will open the door into Jordan Peele's new revival of The Twilight Zone, and it will go as far as the limits of the mind itself. Subscribe to The Fifth Dimension. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with... It's an interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. If you're not already a subscriber, please take a moment before we get started here, uh, because uh, obviously you're into interviews and you love good music, so you might as well keep up with all the interviews that we put out every single week. In fact, uh, we release a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday over at Consequence of Sound. And you can subscribe anywhere you get your favorite podcasts from. That includes uh, iTunes and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along on Spotify and YouTube as well. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, you know him as Captain Kirk Douglas. He is the guitarist from The Roots, also part of The Tonight Show Band. And he's got his very first solo record coming out under the name 100 Watt Heart. The album's going to be called Turbulent Times. We'll get into the reasons for both of those titles right there and what it's been like doing his first solo album. And it's interesting, too, because he ties in his life as an entertainer on The Tonight Show with the Roots into the songwriting and especially the first single. There's also an interesting story that involves Prince smashing his guitar, coming to terms with that, and the story he got afterward. In fact, Prince factors into a couple songs on this record, and we'll discuss how we hold artists up 
especially with someone like that. There is also an update on The Roots. A lot of us have been wondering. It's been a few years since the last Roots album, and he tells us, yes, there's one on the way. It's Kyle Meredith with Captain Kirk Douglas as 100 Watt Heart. Hi, Kyle. I, I want to say at the beginning, and, and this has no meaning to anything, I don't think, but I, I just saw this right before I called you. Um, different year, but we have the same birthday. We're both September 30th people, so for whatever that means, we got that going. That means that you know what it's like to have one of the greatest birthdays I can imagine one having. I wouldn't trade it for anybody's. Nor, I mean, everybody, everybody should feel that way about their birthday, but if your birthday is 9.30 especially, I mean, come on, there's a 9.30 club in, in D.C. It's um, a good time to, to, to get to bed and uh, have a good night's sleep. Um, I've never put the thought yeah, into it. You're making me feel good about that, though. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's a great time of year. It's a it's a time of transition. Feel if if you've never felt that good about it before, I'm saying I'm telling you, feel feel good about it now. I instantly do. And uh, and and the other thing I was going to bring up before we got started here, um, I'm really close. What there's been a lot of folks on on the Tonight Show that I'm close with, but but I'm really close with the guys in a band called Love Jones. They're super talented, man. But it's, uh, that's what I recall from them being on the show. I, I mean, I've saw them, of course, in Swingers, but but then uh, seeing them up close at the at, at close range on the Tonight Show, they were. It was very evident how good uh, musicians those guys were. Let me congratulate you on what I've heard so far from Turbulent Times and your debut solo album. We get to say that. Does that sound weird, a debut solo album? It sounds... I, I can't tell you how weird that sounds. <laughs> well, it sounds weird just because, well, A, I mean, I played it with a band, you know? It's it's not like I got a cast of characters. Like, so it's like, I, I it feels weird calling it a solo album, but, I mean, I am singing on it. I did write the songs. It, it is my project. So I guess, you know, for all intents and purposes, I guess you could call it a solo album. I guess that would be accurate in doing so, but that does not take away from the fact that it does sound weird to me. <laughs> Was it always um, in the cards for you, or is this a recent desire? No, I mean, I always wrote music outside of the roots i mean i love music and i love playing with the roots and i don't always get an opportunity to play with them because we're not even even though we work a lot we're not always working and when we're not working together and i'm playing music i'm not playing root songs wishing that they were there (laughs) um so i'll so you know the random melodies that come into my head that i know would be of no use to the roots as a, as a band, I, I have to find a place to put those random melodies. And, you know, thoughts that I have, random thoughts I have, I have to find a place for those thoughts. And so those mel- those thoughts go into those melodies. And I have a, and then it winds up turning into music. And now I need to find a place for this music. And uh, I, I sort of, you know, I, I want to create a space where something can outlive me. And something can, you know, I have something to show for my time being in the roots other than just being in the room. Right. And, uh, you know, and people have asked me, too. People said, hey, what do, you, you know, do you do your own thing or do you do other things? And, and I, I, I do. And uh, so, it, you know, it, it, it happened that I found a place to record it. You know, I have a whole other album that I recorded that I have not released that I recorded in my mom's basement. And uh, I, didn't rec- I didn't release that because I thought it would be, well, probably a lot of work to do, which I'm discovering is. <laughs> and so... So I never did. But this time it's like just, you know, I have kids now and, you know, they have projects that they need to do for school. and, And part of the lesson is to, you know, finish things that you start. So I recorded this 
these eight songs and I, you know, if I was to really see it through to being in a place beyond my laptop, you know, and to make it available for anybody that cares, I will, you know, the, the logical end for it would be to, to make it available for, for people other than myself to hear. So that's, that's, so I guess, was it always in the cards was your original question. It's hard to say because it's like, it's all... Everything that I do, you know, being a parent, I love my kids, but if I don't take them to school, if I don't tend to their needs, if I don't provide food and shelter for them, there's immediate repercussions. You know, as a guitar player of the roots, if I don't make it on time to a gig, there's immediate repercussions. If I don't make it to the Tonight Show, there's immediate repercussions. I don't suffer any immediate repercussions if I don't put out a solo rock record. So, <laughs> That's a good way. you know, I... So I'm not in any big rush to do it, but when I think of how, you know, the, the, the passing of time, and I think of how life is short, and I'm thinking it would be fun to see what it's like, just, you know, just for that and that alone, then uh, I figured, you know, let me let me try to cut some time out so I could actually complete this process of, you know, thinking about a song, recording a song, and then the last process, making it available for to share with others. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned, you know, kind of being um, odd to call it solo record because you are playing with a band. Is that why you went with a band name? I mean, we haven't said that yet. 100 Watt Hearts is what this is listed under. Yeah, 100 Watt Heart. Yeah, that's why I went with a band name because I like the con- I like the idea of a band. I like, you know, band concepts. And uh, for me to be a solo artist, just to, to be holding a record and looking at it and for it to say Captain Kirk Douglas like that you know aesthetically doesn't really appeal to me and to hold an album that says Kirk Douglas it appeals to me even less so because of all the associations that I think you may know about right I think you're old enough to know about right so I wanted to just you know just in the tradition of people like The Weeknd or Iron and Wine or who else is like one person that you know sort of has a band name for their moniker I mean I guess you could say Nine Inch Nails you know it was like that for a long time I mean yeah there's there's a lot yeah, though yeah 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 so just so I feel like 101 Heart that was something that you know sort of isn't a pretty accurate description of what this is you know like m- music that's coming from my heart that's amplified and you know that tends to be in my ears sounding better when it's uh, turned up loud so that was a, a name that that spoke to me so yeah. that's why that's why I decided to call it that yeah you get that loudness I mean the, the very first single you know I used to be in the circus you, you hear about you know the, the best songs are writing about what you know and, and for this song as I read to be sort of about your life as an entertainer, you know, part of the Tonight Show and, and just being an entertainer. But it seems like like your experience is even unique to most for a lot of artists in, in that regard. Yeah, and I feel like the lyrics draw from actual experiences and uh, it's sort of just, you know, I can. It's a, that's a song that like years from now, I can look back at that song and it'll prove to be even more accurate because at this present moment I'm quite in the middle of that of that circus you know I don't know if you've ever seen the roots live but there's an element of it that's you know what you're you're doing it's whatever you can do to entertain the crowd and very much as the case with the roots is also the case with the tonight show it's like whatever we can do to get a laugh whatever we can do to amuse so that's that's very much a part of my life and uh and I have fun with it and and, and uh you know the the whole the lyric about you know we're, we're in your living we're in your bedroom we're in your living room and we're still going to bring it to you live like we're still going on the road 
as the roots, despite the fact that we're also doing this television show. So it's really, you know, it was a fun way for me to document all that's going on right now because life is fleeting. And at some point, you know, it's not necessarily going to be quite like this. So it's like a encapsulating a time of my life, which I'm enjoying quite a bit. To, to, to live this dual life, and, and maybe now it's a, a tri-life, I don't know how you'd say that, but for the workload you do have on The Tonight Show, does learning so many bits and, and covers nightly, does that, do you feel like that ever gets in the way of your songwriting? Like, ah, now that sounds like, like this, like this other thing. I mean, sometimes it can inform your songwriting. It's sometimes, it's, I guess, what's more difficult, what, what gets more difficult is to come up w- with something or to play something that, that touches you emotionally because you are so used to, your relationship with music sort of changes over over time and uh, you have to play so many different styles of music you know to find something that you feel like hits an emotional chord within you it, it gets to be a little bit more difficult but it's not impossible but what's necessary to do so is carving out time to make music when you're away from your job oh but my job is to make music right. so it's like you have to really find that time to you know spend time with your instrument spend time with with yourself and uh when there's no music around and to sort of be your own radio. And as time goes, goes on, it's more difficult to do that. But that's not to say it's impossible to do that. It just takes a little, it just takes more time to do that. So yeah, it, it does make it more difficult, but it doesn't make it impossible. I guess that's my, my answer to that. And, and naming that record Turbulent Times, I mean, there, there is some very obvious uh, imagery that we conjure up. You know, so that part, maybe it's not a mystery to me, and maybe you mean it differently, but but I was thinking, like, to be in your experience, you do get to meet a lot of the world leaders who, who come on the show. Do, do you find that that makes a difference to meet the human? Because, you know, for, for most of us out of here, even even the world leaders that were behind are still people that, that almost seem mythical, you know? And, and I don't know, I feel like that's where a lot of the divide comes from, because the, the human aspect is, is out of that. Well, I have to clarify that I don't really get to meet a lot of of the guests that are on the show, unless they're the musical guests. You know, you see, uh, there's, you know, sometimes politicians make appearances on our show. And, you know, the show, like the first and foremost aspect of the show is to to entertain and hopefully, you know, like you described, like try to find the human that's in there, the uh, exterior that you see that they may be trying to portray. I mean, I guess that's that's the function of really any person that sits down on the couch with Jimmy, you know, the the goal is to f- try to find how this person can be just like you and me. So it's, you know, it's 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 great to see that on a daily basis. The aspect of, when, you know, touching upon the record, upon the title of the record, Turbulent Times, I mean, there's, it's it's very difficult to, to, to get to the bottom of things in the span of three minutes, in the span of a song, you know, but uh, that song was coming from, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the song because you mentioned, right, right. you know, Turbulent Times. But that's just coming from a place of, kind of like how a child would see, you know, their parents arguing, you know, and, you know, a child that's like, you know, five years old or 10 years old, you know, and then you hear your parents in another room and they're like throwing things at each other and you cannot possibly imagine or understand why that's taking place. And then, you know, kind of uh, applying that sort of 
naivety to adulthood and you're looking at and and and, and everybody i guess just uh looking at the world's affairs and just wondering like what what would cause somebody to do something so unspeakable you know in terms of you know when you think of mass shootings when you when you think of uh terroristic activity you know when you think of um racially motivated uh crime and um how how difficult it can be to like understand how how somebody can do such a thing and then you think about like oh well throughout you know uh, unfortunately you know it's it's a a theme that periodically resonates through throughout history and and currently you know and sometimes more than others but th- that's why it's sort of the end of the song sort of goes back to the sentiment you know uh everything that I've ever needed to learn in life I've learned in in preschool everything I needed to learn in life I learned in preschool you know you treat others like I want to be treated you know and uh I think when um if if when you're born and and when you're raised a certain way you know some people not everybody gets that not everybody gets that vital information that allows you to live on this earth with other humans and respect others the way that you want to be respected and it sort of suggests that us as children what we uh experience as children have can you know what we learn like just learning that basic aspect of humanity to treat others the way that you want to be treated that fundamental quality that is what can turn things around you know and um i like you know it's not coming up with an answer but uh i feel like just one by one you know politically trying to uh come from a place with empathy with you know if every if every individual was to operate in that respect you know that's how a uh, change could occur the, uh, the lyric is we could all become more wise if we saw through each other's eyes only then we'll realize how to climb out of these turbulent times yeah. that's the lyric and uh that's the sentiment and um it's uh it's it's you know the song starts with like asking a question like kind of asking rhetorical questions uh, basically asking why we're in the troubles that we're in and you know the answer is it's it's super complicated as to why we're in the, the the situation we're in and and uh it's 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 when you ask these if you're in the situation where you're asking these questions you're in the situation where you can do something about it in a, in your own individual way and i guess that's what the song is is for to 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 inspire one to like to fix them in their own immediate surroundings so that i i, that, I don't know if that really answered your question oh, absolutely no but, you know uh, I'll, I'll say this um i, I for me uh, of course i i I would give it all up if we didn't have to live in with the stuff that is happening around us, you know, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis and all that. But, uh, you know, a lot of my favorite songs are topical songs and they are socially reflective songs. And I I absolutely do think that an artist can put good in the world with their music, you know, by, by by. by putting that subject out there, by by making it something we can sing along to, even at its its base moments, and and you know, yeah. and I always find it interesting too when you have an artist and you know that not everybody that you're going to be singing to agrees with you. You're not always preaching to the choir, and sometimes you're you're, you're singing to a brick wall. But I'll, I'll pull this up, Vernon Reed. You you I think you retweeted this, or maybe I just saw him do it. But he was tweeting about hate not tearing fans apart from the artists, you know, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And, 
And that that seems really commendable because, I don't know, you got to know that when you're singing about this stuff, how it can be met and how it might not be met. But I think that it will still make a positive impact. Yeah, that's all anybody, that's all any individual can do in their own little way. And that accumulates. This is my own little way. And you never, like, you know, there's that saying, there are no small actions, you know? So it's like from me to the person who's, you know, who's I'm, who I'm waiting for them to move their car so I can get a parking spot, that person, you know, anybody, like, whatever they can do to improve, you know, the quality of life for our immediate, for our immediate surroundings, you know, that accumulates. Well, I appreciate that stuff right there. I want to go, you know, to the lighter side, to the more trivial side right here, too, because, you know, one of the interviews you've done, I think it was with Rolling Stone, you were were talking about uh, how how Prince sort of also ties in to this record a little bit. You've written uh, a couple songs, or or at least that uh, that have to do with Prince. But one of those is that he borrowed one of your prized guitars on The Tonight Show and broke it at the end. I've read yeah. that, and I'm just flabbergasted because, and, and, and maybe you want to tell this story again, but, but I'll, I'll throw the question out there. How do you rectify, you know, appreciating an artist as much as Prince and then watching him do something like this to something that you also care about? Well, a lot of good came from that, you know. A lot of artists that who I admire, you know, reached out to me saying, oh, that was a really shitty thing what he did, or saying, hey, that guitar he broke, I know exactly where you can get another. You know, Jackson Brown reached out and, you know, with a listing of where to find another Epiphone Crestwood. You know, that to me was just super amazing. And I think Jackson Brown reached out to Elvis Costello, and Elvis Costello passed that information on to me. You know, that was just, that just made the situation, you know, what what initially felt like such an awful situation. I mean, it was just the moment, you know, that yeah. that was an awful, but it wasn't completely awful because I just, it was, it was, it was complicated. <laughs> I went through some complicated emotions in that very moment, but uh, it, it, it initially it was kind of negative, you know? I mean, I, after it happened, I had my guitar in pieces, you know, I went to Prince. I was like, hey, you know, you broke the guitar. You know, if you don't mind, can, you know, can you sign it at least? And he was like, oh, I haven't signed anything since the 70s. <laughs> Insult to injury right there. Yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, if, I guess I would probably take it personally if I was the only person that anything like this ever happened to. Yeah. But the reality is this sort of thing has happened with, you know, many people, you know, like other guitar players came out to me. It's like, oh, yeah, he did the same thing to me in a jam session, <laughs> you know, for real. And, you know, you know, there's the Kevin Smith story, you know, with mm. what he did, you know, mm. but, but on, on, on the other side of it, especially in recent times, we've learned that that's really not the worst thing a singer that we all love can do. And the dude, Prince, has done an amazing amount of good in the world. You know, he like, you know, paid Clive Stubblefield's medical bills anonymously for like the longest time. I think I heard that. Maybe you want to check that fact out, but that's and that's and that's just a handful of things, you know. Prince is on a completely different level than most people because he's been so famous. He's been he's been more famous than many of us knew what it is to be famous. He's been more fa- he's been famous for longer than we've even known what fame is. Right. In many instances. So your relationship to the world and to human constructs and to valued equipment may be really difficult, different than most other people's. Doesn't say it's right necessarily, but it's just different. 
And I can't imagine what it's like living through his experience. But when I try to, I look, and also from the fact, you know, we, we have to also remember, you know, I don't know if you know this, but he totally reimbursed me for the situation. He made good on it. You know, he put money into my account. And I had an amazing story from what happened. You know, I told Chris Rock about it. I remember, and, and he was like, oh, well, congratulations. You, too, now have your own Princess of the Asshole to me story, you know? So I feel like I'm part of, like, a special, you know, I'm part of this club, you know, of uh, people that has been, you know, wronged by him. But it's but he's, but, I mean, for all I know, he he could have just even known in all of his genius. It's like, watch, I'm going to hook this kid up. I'm going to break his guitar. Why? So he's going to have a story about it. And, and so he can have this story and talk about it for the rest of his life. I mean, if that was his thought, he would not be wrong about he that. He was not wrong. So, you know what I mean? So, um, so I can quite comfortably and with a smile on my face continue to listen to his music and to continue to be inspired by his colossal funk of things that he's done and also by the, some of the most sensitive music, you know, that, that I feel has ever been created. You know, the same guy that, that did Let's Go Crazy is the same guy that did Sometimes It Snows in April. Right. And that's kind of all you need to know. <laughs> and, uh, and and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have had anything to do with him, even on me being the receiving end of, of that. Because in the grand, you know, in the, in, in the grand scheme of things, it, it's just it's just a material object. A, a guitar. It's just wire and wood. Yes, it was my property. Yes, it was wrong. But at the same time, you know, this is a guy that whose relationship to property, to money, to personal space, to being rude, you know, I mean, if I'm, I'm assuming he probably had to suffer some form of corporal punishment as a kid, and maybe your relationship to people and things changed after that. No, but I mean, I, I totally can forgive about that. I was able to forgive about, I was able to forgive the moment that guitar was, was repaired, and when I heard that it sound and played better, as good, if not better than ever. And, and so. I will throw the credit where it's due on this side. He's done a lot for our community, and it was almost always done privately, in, the, in, in you know, as, as he was sort of known to do. Right, uh, right. Yeah, so I, I totally get everything that where you came from. It's just such a unique situation. As you say, now you have that Prince story, but it does go on to, you know, how we make these, we do make some people immortal in, in a way, our artists. I, I definitely hold artist and artistry uh, up, you know, to a, to a high regard, and it feels like that does, <laughs> I guess in a way it circles back around to, you know, your, your song, I Used to Be in the Circus, and you're part of the tradition. I mean, people feel about the roots like that in, in the same way. I mean, to someone, you are held in that same regard as, as you know, as, as we hold Prince. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy to think, but I mean, you know, it's, it's, you can think of music as, it's, it's so many different ways, you know, that when it, when it starts to affect many people, you know, it becomes bigger than that person as a human being. And, you know, the song Flesh and Bone is a, a, about that, about us being more than, than flesh and bone, about, about us being more than the, the human side of us. And the music is the spiritual. And when music can, like, move people and bring people together, then that human being is doing more than human being work in that instance. But that process is not limited to just artists that can affect people at large, but just, you know, anybody, any, any human being, you know, that makes another human being feel accepted and feel um, appreciated is, is doing something for that person's spirit, is doing healing work for that person that's beyond, 
healing their body, but healing their their souls. So you know, it's 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 you know that song's about how you know artists obviously have the ability to do that, but how people like how anybody everybody is 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 more than than their mortal coil. So that's that's what that's about. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful way to put that too. I mean, I mean, definitely the music is a gift, but but I, I do love how you kind of push that even further than that because I put my music blinders on. <laughs> you know, with a lot of that, that's um, it's really well put. Yeah, that's that's only really natural because it's like you, you're not you, everybody we listen to. You're not listening to their. You're listening to a, a moment that they were that you're listening to something that came through them and uh that's what you're responding to you know for for whatever hardships a person was to have gone through like when you're when you're touched by somebody's music you know you're connecting to their joy you're connecting to their pain you're connecting to their experience where they're trying to in that moment they're trying to be the best that they can be and and that that resonates within you and that's something that's the magic right there that's that's like that's evidence of actual magic to me well that's why of course it's going to get confusing when the human being that that all that passes through if you see them in a you know home depot why you're going to feel awkward around them because you have this relationship with them that they don't have with you right (laughs) and you don't get like celebrity interaction manual you know it's not that's not something that's like taught in schools or taught how you know how to react you know that's just something that's to be figured out and to make matters worse we have social media which you know it really makes um warhol you know really prophetic when he said everybody will be famous for 15 minutes you know that looks like what the hell does that mean i mean i feel like it's just a poetic way of describing exactly what we see now with social media and you can't help but hold people in this high regard because you see nothing but their highlight reel and you just see nothing but what they choose to filter what they choose to allow you to see and whatever that is is something that you can see you don't have to like wait for that moment on television to arrive when you can see that certain show or that certain news program it it it's coming at you so quickly on your phone on whatever your device is you know at you know whenever so that's that's what also alters our perception and that's why you know my son says things to me like you know i saw this kid from this other school and i totally know them it's like they're kind of famous because i see them on my instagram and he has the same sort of uh it's a a similar dynamic that one would feel towards a famous person but they just feel this way because they just see them in person at a playground and that person's on instagram and they see them on their phone and they see them in person you know what i mean yeah 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 so I know I got I know I got off topic. Oh, it's okay. but I'm sure you're used to people getting off topic. Let me use that as a as a as a nice wrap up seg though, and, and to say uh, with a compliment, a huge compliment, that the magic that is coming through you uh, is connecting, and it is a monstrous sound uh, on, on this oh. hundred watt heart record that I'm enjoying so much. Wow, thank you. I mean, really, honestly, and I mean, like, just for I know it sounds like a cliche. I know you like you know people like just want you know give me the likes, give me the hits whatever like if i just know how the music makes me feel when you know i can't listen even things that i truly love i can't listen to over and over i can't listen to turbulent times over and over you know but every now and then i put it on and i'm like 
wow, this totally, it, it takes me to when I discovered whatever song it is. And then I'm good for like a week or two or whatever, you know. <laughs> That's how I feel about most music. And if I can do that for like one person, if one person's like, wow, I actually like this record and this record makes me feel a certain way, that will never get old for me. Well, I'll, uh, I'll throw at the end. I'm certain this is the question that always comes up at the end. But as far as the other thing, The Roots, it's been five years now. Do, is there uh, is there plans for another one uh, for, since the last album? Oh, Am I wrong by that? Oh, the, oh, the new, oh, the next Roots album. Yeah. Wow. Gotta wow. ask about That's, that one uh, too, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You're, uh, you're, what is your question? Will there be another or when will it be? Well, I guess I would probably end up asking both those, but, you know, with with it being five years, and, and I mean, well, let's just do that. Will there be another record? Yes, I think there totally will be. <laughs> do you know of a timeline when you think there might be another record? I'm thinking another Roots record will be out within the, within the next year. That's exciting. Cause... Yeah, that's, that's, that's my guess, but it's... it's I mean, that's one of the things that was that was appealing about making a solo record. It's just like one person, you know. <laughs> it doesn't have to go through as much of a process. It's not as democratic. There's there are less uh, chefs in the kitchen, let's say. <laughs> you know? Well, especially as you said, when you're when you're together every single night, you know, or every single day, rather, you know, doing this whole thing, and then you have to go about your personal lives. Like for any other band, that would have been the time where you got that the, that group of people together. To work on a record, so I can I can completely see where you're coming from on that. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a challenge, but every record that you've ever heard from the Roots has always been a challenge too. <laughs> so so it's but but yeah, rest assured, I think w- within the next year yeah. uh, we we should see it to completion. Well, uh, this is great. You know, for what it is. Again, I don't want to brush past uh, turbulent times because this this hundred watt heart record, uh, it is. And I'll use that word again. It, it is a monster. the The sound, the amplification that you have made, is a very big sound that I quite appreciate. Thank you, thank you so much, Kyle. And uh, and Kurt, it's been a pleasure. Good luck out there, and and all of those you know niceties and everything. And I'll see you on the TV. Right on. I'll see you back. <laughs> all right. Take care. Take care, man. Bye bye. Bye. A big, big thanks to Captain Kirk Douglas. The debut album from 100 Watt Hearts is called Turbulent Times. Before you get out of here, if you haven't already, please do hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening from right now, whether that's, uh, again, YouTube or Spotify or anywhere you get your favorite podcasts from, like iTunes and Apple Podcasts. And in fact, while you're doing that, uh, go ahead and give the, uh, the whole series a rating and leave a review if you feel so inspired. And after that, you can head to WFPK.org, where I do a show every Monday through Thursday from noon to 3 Eastern. You can also find some bonus episodes of this series. Get all your music and film news from consequenceofsound.net. You can find me at Twitter, at Kyle Meredith, and Facebook, slash Kyle Meredith. Does it for another edition. Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.